Holly G with the Golf Insiders. And my guest is one of the best in her business. She's a Golf Digest top 50 best woman teacher in America. She's on the LPGA's top 50 best teachers. Four of the top elite instructors in the LPGA and was quoted by Gary Van Sickle, president of the Golf Writers Association of America as golf's most important person. She is one of the best instructors and someone I call a friend, Kay McMahon. Great to have you on the Golf Insiders. Well, thank you for having me. You always, with your introductions, make me smile from ear to ear. You get me giggling, Holly G. It's well, fun to be here. You deserve it. Um, so you have created what I have experienced now over a number of your workshops, a way to simplify the game unlike anybody I know in the world of golf instruction. And I've worked with some of the best, as you know, mm -hmm. the Harmon brothers, Jim McLean, David Ledbetter, you know, a, a bunch. And you call it Golf 8.5. Share with our listeners, what is the, the foundation of Golf 8.5? Well, all those instructors that you named, they all know an awful lot about the golf swing. And I probably know a lot about the golf swing, but I always figured that um, people needed more of a simplified way to actually be able to get on the golf course or to be able to play the game faster. So what Golf 8.5 stands for is very, very simple. There's only going to be ever, ever four things to do before the swing and only four and a half things to do in the swing, not those 1,001 things you're supposed to do in 1.2 seconds. We make it so that all that stuff's going to happen that you've heard about before, but we only have eight and a half things and someone asked me one day, is there going to have, do I'm going to have to uh, update your 8.5? And I said, no, 8.5 is never going to be 9.5 like my phone. <laughs> right. Thank goodness. <laughs> exactly. So uh, we've had great success with it over the last, oh, probably 10 to 12 years um, because it really gets people on the golf course swinging faster and uh, it more enjoyable. They actually now... We, we come from a point of having people understand what they're trying to do rather than just telling somebody what to do. They want to understand it so that they don't self-destruct, they can self-correct. What I've witnessed, and I've seen this with people, students you've taken that have never swung a golf club, I've seen them over the course of just a few hours working with you or a couple of days in your workshops where they look like they have a classic swing since they've been a kid. You know, some of us were lucky enough to start playing when we were youngsters, but we know what a difficult game golf is to pick up later in life. And your foundation is simple steps to a classic swing. That's our, that's our tagline. And it is, they're very simple steps. And, Whenever people come to the, our workshops or one-on-one -on -one lessons now, they go, but Kay, that's too simple. And I go, well, I can make it complicated. They go, no, 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 don't do that. And that's that's the whole idea. So the feedback, you're right, and, it's, and you've witnessed it, is we're always getting that it's so simple. And it's like, yes, it's simple. And 
And it's because it's a classic swing in the fact that we're creating very efficient motion and people can now hit the golf ball. I mean, sometimes people come up and they go, oh my God, I hit the golf ball for the first time. And it's like, yes, that's what you're supposed to be able to do. So it, it, it works. And I'm, I'm so glad you witnessed it and believe in it. And uh, so, so one of these days it's going to be world famous, Holly. Absolutely. Because, you know, we, we want to keep people in the game and we want to keep bringing people into the game. And so if there's a way that they can learn it quickly, efficiently and improve, that's going to, you know, really make our game even uh, bigger and better. So, uh, you know, we can't say enough about great instructors like you. Now, I saw a story. Now we're going to get into some. We're going to get into some nitty gritty here, and uh, I suppose I should alert our listeners. I'm going to say a dreaded, dreaded word in golf. It's the S word, and it's spelled with five letters and ends at a K. So we got to get a K parscription. Okay, McMahon, on how to deal with the shanks. I was reading a story in Golf Week a couple days ago. Maria Fossey, for those who may remember, she and Jennifer Cupcho played that fantastic final round match in the inaugural Augusta National Women's Amateur last year that was played the, uh, you know, couple of days before the Masters. And she has opened up about fighting the shanks and she's now playing on the lpg tour she works with uh, david ledbetter she lives here in orlando and um she says she's been you know fighting it throughout her golf career well it's kind of interesting you say that i mean it's kind of like she's she's opening up about it and probably has, has been a hidden secret but you know just kind of referring back to that match when they were amateurs at, uh, at Augusta was probably one of the finest matches that I've ever seen. Um, not because they both played so exceptionally well and the sportsmanship between them was just something that the, the game is really all about. So if anybody ever gets a replay of that, it's great. It's too bad. She's been fighting the shanks all of her life. And, um, you're, you're right. That, that bad word has more than four letters in it and it shouldn't end in a K, but, <laughs> but um, Lots of times, I mean, people have the shanks, and um, it's it's hard to create. Um, I think you say sometimes you've even been afraid of it. Yes, this is why I wanted to broach the topic, because I've had a similar situation. I bet you I've fought the shanks for 15 years, and I've had more, you know, pros at different events you know, be able to say, oh, I can fix that in, you know, I can fix that in two minutes. And, um, you know, it's it's just something, if you feel like it gets into your cellular, you know, golf swing, and you just never know when it's going to come out. And, you know, your evil twin is suddenly taking over your golf swing. Um, but I've also heard over and over, People say, instructors say, that it's the closest thing to a perfect shot. Explain this to me, 
Dr. K. I don't understand. Okay. Well, you, the idea is to get the center of the golf ball to the center of the club face. Typically, a golf pro will have the golf ball a little bit more towards the neck or the hosel. There'll be a little bit more toward the inside rather than the toe because the closer you get to the end of the shaft, the more solid it will feel. And you can to go to the opposite extreme. If I hit a golf ball on the toe of the club, the club actually kind of wobbles in my hand and the shot doesn't go half as far. So the closer they get to the neck or the hosel, um, another eighth of an inch in will be the round ball will be hitting the round neck or the hosel, and that's the shanks. <laughs> because that doesn't go square, because you have to have a flat surface to hit a round golf ball. Um, and you're right, it starts to get into your your system because you start to get so afraid of it that people almost start to have a little uh, a twitch, you know, as they get to the ball, which actually makes it worse because then they'll hit the hosel again. Um, but I don't like to think of it as the closest to a perfect shot because it just, it. I mean, you're still trying to hit the center of the ball to the center of the club base. Oftentimes, one of the cures, I mean, there can be a lot of different ways to fix it, is when you set up, start with the toe of the club more in the center of the golf ball. So you're about a half an, uh, half an inch to an inch farther from the ball. Because as you swing, your arms do, with centrifugal force, they get extended. So if you're starting out already too close to the center or to the hosel, and then you, your arms get extended, you're going to hit the hosel. That's number one. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, number two is that oftentimes you've heard to take the club so to take the club inside. Okay, I've stopped using that term because no one defines how far inside inside really is. So no, so most people take they want to fix something, so they take it. They say, well, I'm going to take it inside. So get, the club head gets way too far behind you. Once it gets behind you, it's going to come actually over the top, and you'll hit it either pull it left or you'll hit it in the hosel and then the ball shanks out to the right. My struggle, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You nailed it. So I've seen you swing. So you have to feel like uh, when people say take the club straight back, it's not straight back from the ball, but it's as you turn, the club head still needs to stay in the takeaway position in front of your body as your body turns. But if the club head gets behind your body, you're going to come in and shank it. Okay, here's my third cure. How's this? Um, I should say take two aspirins and call me in the morning. But <laughs> and, a good, can, and a good adult beverage. And a good adult beverage, right. And then it's all about the grip and the adult beverage. But um, the third thing would be, and I know this is bad, that if you get them on the golf course, is just to start to take your uh, hybrid or something and use that choke down on it because it doesn't have the hosel, so you're, you're going to get away from it. And you have to learn how to hit creative shots. Um, so I, I would say those would be my top three choices at this point of what to do. The fourth would be to definitely call me. <laughs> Ab absolutely. Uh, one of Fozzie's, uh, I guess, contributing factors is she's one of the most powerful players ever to play on the LPGA Tour speed-wise. She consistently mm -hmm. is over you know, the 300 mark, average club head speed, you know, up to 110 miles per hour with her driver, which, you know, puts her in, I would say, lower end of PGA Tour players. And exactly. as she describes it, you know, what happens then is that, you know, her 
um, lower body, right, is mm-hmm. um, is super fast. Correct. So the club falls behind, and there's no way her hands can catch up. So the hosel right. gets there before the face. That, that's exactly right. There's um, old tapes of Tiger when he was working with Butch uh, when they were on the Golf Channel, and they were talking about um, how he – remember in the beginning of his career, he didn't have contr- uh, distance control with his shorter irons and wedges? Yes. They were either long or they were short. And that's because he talks about that they were trying to slow his hips down. So it really is a fallacy. I mean, it does give you some lower power, um, but if they get ahead of you, you're out of sync. And you're absolutely right, That and she's absolutely right, is that then her hips are way out ahead of her, and then the hosel's coming in first, and it, you don't have time to get the club face back to square. You're, you're dead. I mean, so the idea would be, people say turn your hips, and I'm going to go with you don't turn your hips, you release your back leg. And that's actually going to turn, slow your hips down. Is that at impact, you might be barely off of your left heel without turning your hips. You still, at impact, you still want your belt buckle to almost be at the ball, not ahead of the ball. Any um, suggestions while we're sheltered at home? Some mirror work? What, <laughs> what's, what's your uh, home prescription? <laughs> My home prescription, yes is um, it's actually called skill development that uh, we first want to do the motion or swing the club without a ball. So it's perfectly, this is a great time to actually be retooling your game or retooling what you're doing. Um, But I never talk about, you never want to practice down to impact. You want to practice your position after impact, slightly maybe a foot to three feet to hip height after impact. to, to where the club head is still down your target line and not left of it and the toe of the club is still up. Uh, mirror work definitely helps. If you don't have a mirror, your sliding glass door helps. Um, you can also then um, just go out in the yard and just see that you want your belt buckle at impact to be between the triangle of your arms, not ahead of your left or your forward arm, I shouldn't say, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So And just to keep checking on it. The other thing I'll say, too, is that people want to swing fast. The slower that you go through the motions, the more aware you become. And that's the only way to get to unaware or to get in the zone to happen, uh, happen automatically. So ten, you can do 10 swings outside every couple hours, and you have 50 swings in for a day. And inside of 7 to 10 days, you'll have changed your swing. I love that. I'm going to take that on today. Thank you. Uh, speaking of taking things on, yes, you have announced a very special five-week comprehensive webinar course that you're offering and uh, a special discount for our Golf Insider listeners. Can you share about I the webinar? Just for you, Holly, we're doing this. Um, it's a very, very good value. The the typical, the normal rate is $69, but for your listeners, we're offering a $20 off, $20 discount, which brings it down to $49 for a five-week course. Uh, it's an hour uh, each week. Um, I, you'll get the, uh, you, you can be on, the, it's a webinar course. We've had one of our first sessions and had just had fabulous feedback. Um, we do a whole Power Deck presentation. I do videos of myself demonstrating. You'll get that in the mail in your inbox. 
you get um, homework assignments, which I now call playwork. And then you have to uh, do that every week, just something that so we have some feedback and we're giving you a practice plan. Um, it's it's they're having we're having great results with it. So you're going to get a lot for your money um, because you'll get a list of our drills and everything like that, plus the videos and the playback of the the, uh, the whole webinar too. Mm -hmm. All right, did everyone hear that? Forty nine dollars for this five week webinar with. LPGA Hall of Fame swing coach Kay McMahon. Kay, you are just doing this out of the goodness of your heart because I know your hourly fee is a lot more than that. Well, we want to give people, I think this is the time that golfers, my, my motto has always been golfers are made in the off season. This is definitely an off season. So this is the, the time to do that. And we want to get more people on the golf course. Soon as, well, most of our golf courses are now opening up. But we're also doing this for you, Holly, just because you're such a, a golf enthusiast and doing so much for the game. So when people uh, do go to the website, they'll put in their code, which will be insiders i will just name it insiders and that's all they have to put in to get their discount 49 dollars for this five week webinar go to education.golf.com okay. you want to spell it out okay because i know i will yeah it's e-d-u-k-a-y-t-i-o-n golf.com so it's educationgolf.com but the k is in the middle of it well, it's always a privilege to spend some time with you. Thank you so much. I'm going to go work on my game this afternoon. And now that uh, golf is opening up across the country, stay healthy, everyone, and go play. Thank you, Kay McMahon. Thank you, Holly, and keep your head up till we talk again.